Live pictures now of where the chaos is unfolding on Capitol Hill, at least in the room where it happened. Republican Congressman Jim Jordan, aspiring Speaker Jim Jordan, meeting there behind closed doors right there, trying to win over some Republican holdouts. They oppose his bid to be Speaker. His party infighting has taken a dramatic and ugly turn. Several of those lawmaker, lawmakers who oppose Jim Jordan's bid for Speaker are now receiving credible and terrifying death threats. Over the weekend, it was made clear that supporters of Jordan's were going to launch a pressure campaign that apparently had Jordan's blessing until last night. And in the intervening time, well, it got pretty ugly. And we have some exclusive audio right now of a threatening message that was left as a voicemail for the wife of one of the Republican lawmakers who opposes Jordan. This has only been edited to take out identifying information of the wife and the lawmaker. We've bleeped out some of the language, but not all of it. And I want to warn you, this is pretty ugly stuff. Take a listen. Why is your husband such a pig? Why would he get on TV and make an asshole of himself? Because he's a deep state prick? Because he doesn't represent the people? Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to come follow you all over the place. We're going to be up your ass nonstop. We are now Antifa. We're going to do what the left does because your of a husband gets on TV. Oh, the bad guys. They did so. I'm going to vote for Kevin McCarthy, a piece of shit who everybody knows. And for his piece of shit ass, talk about Americans who are actually fighting for Americans as the bad people. There's everything about him. So you your husband and we are gonna we, we're not like the left we aren't violent but we're gonna follow your ass every appointment you have everything you can do your your husband's an asshole you should talk to his stupid ass we're at war israelis being killed and your dumb husband is acting like a two-year-old no wonder he's a warmongering piece of shit so listen you're going to keep getting calls and emails. I'm putting all your information over the internet now. Everybody else is, and you will not be left alone because your husband, Jim Jordan, or more conservative, or you're going to be molested like you can't ever imagine. And again, nonviolently, you won't go to the beauty parlor. You must be a bitch to marry a ugly mother like that. With me now to discuss Republican uh, Congressman Mike McCall from Texas. He's the chairman of the House Foreign Affairs uh, Committee. Uh, Mr. Chairman, that's disgusting. Yeah. That is disgusting. The pressure campaign for Jordan was announced over the weekend. Calls like that started happening immediately. Jordan didn't denounce it until last night. What is going on in your party? Well, this shows you the uh, level of political discourse in this country now. No, in your uh, party, sir. In your well, party. I, I, I think it's despicable. Um, and I wouldn't say Jordan is responsible for all that, but there is this faction that has just hatred that you heard on that phone call. No member deserves that kind of treatment from any constituent. Uh, and I, quite frankly, Jake, worry about the safety of members back home, the ones that maybe didn't support Jordan, uh, having these these uh, sort of threats uh, back home in their districts. I, I, I remember Gabby Giffords very well when she was shot in the head and, and barely survived. 
very concerned about, about the safety of members, not only back home, but up here. Um, this is, if this is the level of my party, uh, I think it's in the gutter, and we need to get out of the gutter right now. So this is one of the reasons why there are more than 20 people voting against Jim Jordan. Is there not anyone in your party that 217 people can rally around? I mean, I look at your party and I see people that seem to be conservative, who seem to be agreeable to the idea of mm -hmm. having individual appropriations bills, which is important to the Matt Gateses, right. uh, who have, you know, who seem to be fiscal conservatives, which is important to, to that wing. And yet, I don't know that they can get 217. I'm talking about the Tom Coles, the Tom Emmers, the Steve Womacks. Maybe even Michael McCall. What about you? Have you? Why won't you put your name forward? Well, well I, I'm not sure I want to go on a suicide mission, Jake. But I appreciate your endorsement. But uh, I do think we have better. We have good candidates uh, that could run. I think the hard thing is getting to 217 with such a small, a razor thin majority. Uh, when you know you have to, you, you can't lose more than four or five members uh, uh, to win this thing, and, and that's it's paralyzing. Not only my party, but it's paralyzing uh, the governance of this nation because, you know, I'm dealing with Israel, I'm dealing with, uh, you know, uh, Putin and Ukraine and the Pacific, and I can't pass my resolution condemning Hamas and supporting Israel, um, you know, until we have a speaker in the chair because we're dysfunctional right now. We can't govern. And the, the worst thing about it, Jake, is that, you know, when I talk to our adversaries, they say democracy doesn't work. Chairman Xi says that all the time to President Tsai. Democracy doesn't work. It's dysfunctional. And I don't want to prove them right. We have to get this thing resolved if we have to stay up here every day until we get a speaker in the chair. Well, again, I don't want to be, I don't want to be rude about it, but it works okay except for a certain faction of the Republican Party that refuses to, to help it go along. I mean... The people that refuse to accept the election of 2020, that's the Jim Jordans. And the yeah. people who refuse to, like, allow 200... I mean, the reason we don't have a speaker is the Jim Jordans and the Matt Gateses. It's the people who refuse to accept democracy as the best way. I mean, like, I don't know why Steve Scalise isn't the, sp the speaker right now. I thought that yeah. you guys were just, okay, you got yeah. behind closed doors, and the yeah. majority picked Steve Scalise, and then... For some reason, the other 99 House Republicans just decided they weren't going to go along with the majority of the majority. And I think that's the point you know, I was trying to make. I'm not trying to be, make a joke out of it, but I mean, you know, Kevin McCarthy was, I thought, doing a, about the best job he could under the circumstances. And eight Republicans joined with all Democrats to oust him. Then Steve Scalise uh, rose. Um, and, you know, it was a vicious campaign. Really awful things were said about him. Uh, you know, and he's a great guy. He gets shot on the baseball field. We all remember that. He, yeah. For God's sakes, he has blood cancer right now. And, and these uh, accusations thrown on a very uh, nasty campaign. It, that, I got to tell you, those tactics, though, Jake, backfire. I don't know if we're going to have another ballot on Jim Jordan, but it seems like every time we go to the floor, he loses more votes along the way. So I do think a, a candidate is going to rise out of the ashes and hopefully bring some sanity back to my party and, yeah. to, the, and to the House. He just stormed out of his office uh, like, a, like an angry man who, uh, no. who uh, lost a, a divorce court hearing, so I, I don't think that meeting went well. Uh, Chairman McCall, come back uh, soon. 
hopefully to talk about the resolution you're about to successfully introduce about something important because you have a new speaker. Good to see you. Thank you, sir. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Jake. Thanks for having me. We'll be right back.